0: There's no better
1: feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price
0: Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
0: Hello and welcome to season three of the BBC Countryfile magazine podcast. The podcast that takes you on delightful adventures into the countryside, meets fascinating rural folk and looks at some of the big issues facing our landscapes and wildlife. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the editor of the magazine. In this first episode of 12, I head to the River Froome near our offices in Bristol for a walk with an extraordinary man. Jack Perks has filmed and photographed all 54 species of UK freshwater fish and I was keen to find out what he'd learned about these beautiful and often overlooked creatures. And I wanted to get to know a bit more about the magical world they inhabit. How would you describe your speciality
1: Jack? Um, Fish enthusiast is probably the generous generous (laughs) way to put it but yeah, um, I'm a wildlife photographer and a a cameraman but I specialise in freshwater fish. And, you, and you've achieved something no one else has this year, which is... So, over the last seven years, I've been trying to film every single freshwater fish in the UK, and, and I've completed it this year, so...
0: And what was the last one you... you... It was the... The one, wasn't it? So...
1: Yeah, it was the Alice Shad, so quite quite a rare fish, but um, after, after a couple of years of just going after that, I got that, um, so I was, I was chuffed to death, like a large large herring. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, there's some lovely photos of you handling one did you actually sort of, was that a sort of did you catch one or something, or
1: something? so yeah. I, I went along to this river and the environment agency have a uh, a salmon ladder where they monitor fish numbers and they tag them and then they oh you see That's that fish, fish jump fish. there yeah, yeah. Oh, wow yeah. um and the, the salmon go in there and they take scales and they said they next to never get shad in there um so i was like okay so i'll keep my expectations realistic and in the last six years i've only had two <laughs> um so i thought okay and then they lowered the water and sure enough there was a shad in there so I was able to get in in the in the this trap it's quite a large i make it sound like it's like a a net or something it's quite a large kind of uh brick barrier that you can get in got some shots of it in there and then as they released it they said would you like to hold it jack so it's quite an emotional moment holding this fish that's you know journey over 7 years and then letting it swim away and it was yeah, carrying on fantastic. its journey
0: yeah did you kiss it before you sent it off?
1: they did try and get me to do that I was like no I'm not, I'm not that keen you see how the
0: journalist's mind thinks it's, yeah. an, it's an evil thing so we're, this is the frame which flows through Bristol from um, the Cotswolds really so Yate I think is, is near where it starts with Chipping Sodbury um, there's a few fish here We've done, it's not, not too bad what, what, uh, what, can you, what have you spotted I know you've been here a little bit before me
1: yeah, well, I mean, it's it's there's handy. There's dark shadows out there. That's right. I mean, it, it's it's quite helpful that there's a bit of sun because that helps you pick them out. Um, there's lots of dace in here, which are kind of the small, slender ones. The chub are, are slightly bigger. They've got the black black fins with a hint of red. And then you've got the roach, which have got the really vivid red fins. Um, and then there's some little guys just in the margins here where you can see the, oh, yeah. the little yeah, minnows. Yeah. They're darting in and right around the, the twigs and the rocks and things. So... Um, not seen any monsters yet but you know there's still time there's still time we'll have a little wonder it'd be good to get a monster have you had
0: any monsters? you must have had some monsters in your life yeah in in the UK
1: yeah yeah I've seen some some pretty big fish over the years I mean um, in in London there's a stream called the the Copper Mill and I don't know what's What's wrong with it? But everything gets enormous in there, and I've seen pike to 30 pounds. You know, just impressive... in the water with. It. Well, no, I, I, because it's quite steep. You can't get in, so I've had right. to use a pole camera. Right. Um, but you can see it on a monitor, and these pike—they're like crocodiles. You know, yeah, you could be—you yeah. could, be, could be in the Zambezi, not not the centre of London. Um, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> but <laughs> like huge things. Huge, huge, huge pike. They're
0: really impressive fish, uh, and that kind of leads to, I mean, we're going to talk a lot about fish, but it leads me to why, why don't more people talk about fish and get excited about these, I mean, we talking about crocodiles in the streams of London. Um, that's something worth seeing. I think we're it's... don't see enough of them.
1: Well, I think it's partly because it's out of sight, out of mind. I mean, if more people were as bonkers as me and jumped in rivers looking at fish, they might be a little bit more enthused, but the reality is most people don't want to do that. So I like to think that, in small way, the filming and the photography that I do uh, means that they can still appreciate the fish, but they don't necessarily have to jump in a in a cold, dirty river. So, so. you're
0: the, you're going to be the conduit for many many people to to start to see this, yeah, you know, a hidden world that's available to everybody really. If yeah. We, if we kind of. Um, or watch your videos, see your shows, and sort of perhaps immerse ourselves. But do do you you immerse yourself quite often? How I mean, how do you go about it? What's the?
1: I mean, there's lots of there's lots of methods uh, about how how I film the fish. Snorkeling's my favourite, just because you you are just immersed in their world, and it's a completely different way of, of seeing things. And it's interesting as well how how they react. So. Fish will come very close to you. They'll investigate you. They don't necessarily always swim away and get out of there. So you, you get a really unique view of their world. Um, and it's just addictive once you once you start getting in there. So
0: And is it special cameras? I mean, how do you get a waterproof camera? I know those exist, but it's not something it's I'm very familiar with.
1: So I, I use GoPros quite a lot, or, or small cameras, you know, little action cameras... Uh, put them on the end of you know you if, if you you know want to experiment yourself you can just put it on the end of a of a pole or a fishing pole or even a broom or something uh, and play around with it yourself but so a lot of it's kind of cobbled together because yeah. there isn't you can't go and buy a fish filming kit so so you're innovating with yeah your, your well yeah somewhat there. you know or modifying what other people have done um so yeah it is quite experimental really as I say because there's not that many people doing it so there's something bigger there oh yes oh, oh good spot that is uh, that's a trout that's a trout that's a it? big oh, trout yeah. that that's a, a big brown trout two
0: pound three pound trout yeah
1: yeah look at the flanks on it wow yeah, that's a, a good spot especially without polaroids so yeah, you're yeah, getting, yeah. Well, into I, I've got getting into it getting into it Fergus. I've got fish watchers eyes but, <laughs> there you go uh, I, I, the, yeah, you mentioned
0: polaroids that is a, a really good piece of gear I don't have any on um, Jack does have Polaroids on, which enables you just to just take out all the, gla- I mean, there's a whole load of fish here. Yeah, right?
1: there's lots of little chub and
0: day snail. Um, it's a bit, like, sort of a bit like London Aquarium here. At the yeah, place. yeah it and, is. And this is a really ordinary river, I mean no disrespect to the River Froom, but it's not
1: a particularly well you. people don't come here for miles around but it's no no I mean it's not to be fair it's not full of litter or anything is it but no. it, it's not at the same time it's not a chalk stream so <laughs> no no no, no.
0: Um, it's quite clear though yeah, yeah I mean, um, it is it is there's some interesting sort of detritus at the bottom There's bricks and all sorts of man-made materials yeah. have ended up in here yeah 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 uh,
1: you wonder what <laughs> what's been dumped in here every yeah. years. oh there he is he's coming back you could just imagine the jaws theme now yeah you, yeah. It, you know least if, if you were a minnow um, It'd be nice if he comes into this patch Yeah, he will. Oh, oh, there he is. That's lovely. Oh, gorgeous. Now, someone was telling me that they get sea trout in the froom. Oh, look, he's coming right. He so, got excited because yeah, something fell on the surface. That though. leaf fell and he, he went to have a look at that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's a sea trout, but... Um, but it's that's quite a brown trout, is it? Or I would it... say brown trout. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So he's just got big in this river because there's not many. I doubt there's that many trout fishermen here. Or...
1: No, I don't. Yeah, you know, he'll he'll just be munching minnows and yeah, all uh, the time of his life. Yeah, he's, he's yeah he'll be top predator really. Yeah, he hasn't got yeah. too much to worry about. Oh, it's a lovely, lovely big fish.
0: Um, so yeah, going back to the polaroids, they they, they cut the glare from. the if you're going to be a fish watcher polaroids are essential
1: yeah definitely if, if i could give you one tip for for fish twitching um get yourself something some... <laughs> you <call> it... <laughs> maybe that's maybe won't we'll catch I on it. No. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um then get polaroids because they just cut through the glare um and it just means that you can see so much more so they're, they're, it's well I'm worth investing to,
0: the moment i get back to the office i'm ordering some yeah We might get work to pay for it <laughs> yeah
1: definitely do do do
0: do yeah brilliant um, well, should we take a little wander along? Um, yeah, let's, let's see else? what else. You, you've been spotting kingfishers flying up and down, so that'd be quite good if we. Yeah, it'd be a nice little bonus, ones, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's go. Yeah, some yeah, lovely yeah. demoiselles down here, I think.
1: Yeah, Demizels? well, we walk, when I was walking up last night, we saw lots of wings plucked all over. and I couldn't try and work out what it was, and this grey wagtail landed uh, on a rock. Uh, really? And it had been plucking the wings off and then eating the. Slaying the, the damosels. yeah. yeah. yeah this is lovely, this garden, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, so this is a beautiful little flower garden beside the river frame. There's a nice handy little tea shop here. Um, so this is quite scummy, this water, though. Um, what would, what? I mean, in your experience, this, uh, there's lots of fish here, but yeah. the water's quite algified. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's all this brown detritus on the bottom, and you get yeah. this a lot in rivers that, that tend to have a bit of a pollution uh, problem. So whether it's a cracked pipe in the... The mains, or someone's got a dodgy dodgy dishwasher, or something. Yeah. Um, that ends up going in the river, and you end up with this just carpet of brown algal-looking growths. Yeah, and that's um, not good. Not really. I mean, in an ideal world, obviously, you just want that to be like gravel or yeah. sand, or or you know, lots of plants and things. Because
0: we can see the little fry here. Um, yeah, I mean, they
1: the... are baby minnows or baby dace. Or something. They oh, could that's be. That's oh, they're such a beautiful. These these oh, are they're... kind of metallic green. Beautiful demoiselles are they, or are they? Uh, I can't see the yeah, if you see the wings. i can tell you yeah. if it's a banded or a beautiful. One. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, the fry don't seem to mind too much. I mean, they're kind of in those kind of bramble thickets and things, aren't yeah. they? There's all. In fact, actually, if you look under that, there's that stick poking out, and there's loads of small minnows just hidden underneath. Oh under yeah, the ether, yeah, yeah. And they're just using that for cover because there's bigger fish out there. There's anyway. bigger. There's always a bigger fish. Yeah. <laughs> So
0: the chub will take them as well? Chub,
1: are quite predatory, yeah. Mm. So um, I mean, the word chubby comes from chub because they're so greedy. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, oh, okay. you know, things, everything from blackberries falling in like fruit to, to small fish, slugs, they'll eat absolutely They're like ugly. the pig,
0: pigs of the water. Yeah, they them. are a little bit. Yeah, they, they are.
1: Just, just eat, eat
0: whatever comes their way. Yeah,
1: they're not, they're not fussy. I think there's
0: crayfish in here. Oh, is there? Yeah, I think there's signalled crayfish. And, well, oh. All these rivers around here have
1: got signalled yeah, crayfish. Yeah, oh, that's bad news, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a shoal of fish here this morning. Oh, look at this heron here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we're not the only ones looking for <laughs>
0: Yeah, fish yeah. Though. He's sort of... He ah, looks
1: well, that's the shoal there. Can you see all oh, the fish yeah, moving? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So those are... are those, what are those then? So there's
1: a bit of a mixture. You've got dace, you've got chub with the black fins mm. again. Um, and there's a few roach for good measure so in the, there as well. The
0: dace don't, what colour fins have they got? Are they more so dace clear? are
1: more transparent with their right. fins. Oh, they're yeah, a little bit, little bit more slender. Mm. Um, I think it's unfair to call them kind of brown and boring, but they, yeah. they don't really have the colour that... It's the meadow yeah. pipits of the stream. They are, yeah, they're mm. the little brown jobbies, yeah. Yeah, yeah the cannon fodder. Yeah. That's a
0: lovely shoal here, though. I mean, there's what, 30 or 40 fish, maybe 50, 60.
1: Uh, the more it's i a see good, yeah once you get your eye yeah. in there's quite a few isn't there i love it when they flash against the bottom as well do you know why they do that no so part oh there's kingfish oh, oh wow there he is <laughs> just shooting up ah oh, you're too busy looking at dace <laughs> yeah. and oh, suddenly God. kingfisher well, that's sacrilege, it. sacrilege isn't it but Bird, birders are going mad with staring at fish instead of kingfishers. um so sorry i've lost my train of thought we were what talking was, about yeah. flashing on the that's bottom that's it that's yeah. it right okay that's it Kingfishers just wipe your mind don't they yeah yeah um Partly it's to get rid of parasites, so sometimes if they've got leeches or, or lice on them, they'll rub against the bottom to get rid of it. But another train of thought is they do it as a communication tool, oh, really? because if fish are further away, they can see that flash and they know to come over to uh, investigate. Right, a
0: sort of shoaling, communicating in a shoal? Or yeah, a, li- a
1: little bit like kind of yeah. waving a flag. It's yeah. just kind of saying, hey, I'm over here. They're um, jumping around, aren't they? So are they taking flies off the surface? Yeah, they, they seem to be... I mean looking at the state of the river I don't imagine the fly life's amazing although saying that there was a small hatch last night Yeah. Um, but I think they're eating terrestrials mostly so you know any little bugs that are stuff falling. stuff that's them. just fallen on the water yeah. from all
0: these overhanging trees and things yeah, of which def- there's many definitely but, uh, yeah it's um, it's sad isn't it because the water is rather brown it's a beautiful um, flower yeah wild flowers along the edge of the water yeah. but once you get into the water there's no real water life you know um, water weeds no ranunculus, ranunculus or anything. Yeah. No, 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 no. So there's, some, there's something. So Something's the fish, not quite right. Fish can survive, but the, but it's always been like this as far as I as long as I've lived in Bristol. Oh really? I've never seen much below. That. I mean,
1: it's very shaded as well here. So I mean, you're not. You probably wouldn't. Even if the water quality was better, you wouldn't get mm. masses of weeds anyway. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Lovely seeing eel today. I know there are eels in here.
0: So. Yeah. Well, this is lovely here. Should we wander on a little? Oh, there he goes again. <laughs> there Pink he is. Fish again. Wow, yeah. that
1: Kingfisher. He's showing off.
0: Um, so, where's the? If you had to pick one river, oh, yeah, what a wood pigeon. <laughs> um, if you had to pick one river that to go back to for its diversity and beauty, what? Where in the UK has been your
1: sort of probably uh, the River Test? Um, Oh right, okay, so Chalk Stream, Yeah, yeah. it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous river. So um, I know a few keepers on the test. I've done a bit of work in there over the years and it just amazes me, um, particularly the lower test, the amount of species that you get in there um, and the different sizes. So um, where I've been before, you get sea fish coming in, so things like bass, flounder, mullet kind of Mm -hmm. penetrating the lower reaches of the river. Um, you get all the coarse fish as well, like carp, roach, um, pike even, eels. even in a chalk stream. You get yeah, those. yeah, you still get them. Mm. Uh, I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't have coarse fish in uh, in a chalk stream. Because over mm. the years they were historically persecuted and got rid of because uh, oh, okay, they, they, they... they were competition for food for the trout. Yeah. So um, no, you should have coarse fish in, in chalk streams. It's just a lot of them have been engineered to not to not have them. Um, so I, I don't see any great diversity. I live on the near the Usk. Oh yeah huh? Yeah 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 And it's very It's, it's trout and minnows as Yeah far as I can, And grayling As but, far as I can see But that'll be probably Because it's an upland Or, or more yeah. upland So it's not the suitable habitat For coarse fish So the lower reaches Are, are kind of slower More mm. weed growth That's a lot better Whereas the upper The usk um, <laughs> Classic uh, herring gull <laughs> yeah. coming over um, That would be better suited For kind of more upland species Like your trout Your grayling um, And minnows And things like that
0: Oh okay Okay so it's.
1: Um
0: and you talked about persecution of certain fish. Look at that heron, he's just sort he's, of... Yeah, he's going to get something. He's got his eye He's got his eye in now. He's got that stealth thing going on. Yeah. Quite interested to see if he... In the lee, I want... He doesn't s- seem bothered
1: by us at no. all, does he?
0: I want saw two herons struggling over to, trying to eat a small cat on the river lee. A cat? Yeah, like a drenched little kitten. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I thought it was a rat at first, and then I looked... More closely because they were fighting over it for ages, and then one of them sort of got it half down. And by that time, I'd sort of got to the end of how much <laughs> heron eating small kittens.
1: Yeah, face. I'm not sure it will make next year's spring watch. Or no, <laughs> I don't think it would appeal to anyone. But it was kind no. of curious because I've seen them eat sort of all sorts of fish out of the river. League, but they'll gulp down pretty big things. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you'll see them eat rats, no problem, and, and small rabbits and things. So yeah. oh, these two. Um oh
0: yeah are they commas um, oh, I didn't get a good look
1: yeah. or maybe tortoiseshells someone was telling me it's a good place for white letter hair streak here oh okay yeah. that would be good to, good to see um, them, which is the spot we're going to in a, in a bit right. so I well, suppose always the... oh, stretching yeah
0: so yeah you talked about persecution of fish uh, yeah, sometimes so we've often had stories of where some fisheries get rid of predatory species like, a, like pike in order to um, particularly things like rainbow trout fisheries i don't know if it's as common as it used to be but it's sort of get rid of all the pike from the lake or or the large pike and then get a proliferation of small ones what's, what's your take on the
1: whole getting rid of things to it um i think the it, of just fishing i think it was more common i think largely people have switched on to it now that it doesn't it doesn't work yeah. because like like you've just said you get rid of the big ones they're the only thing keeping the little ones down yeah. so then you end up with lots more more pike anyway um I mean, a lot of trout fisheries now have kind of realise they can make a, an extra bob or two, and they'll let people fish for the pike in the winter because they're probably getting quite big on all the trout. Yeah, thing. exactly. There's a but you with your you've got, probably
0: got better eyesight. There's a, there's a butterfly on this bush here. Oh
1: there's yeah, yeah. Now that is that a comma, or is that is no? That, it's not painted lady, is it? Like, I think it might be a comma actually. Comma, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, it's got
0: the yeah the comma on its wing, yeah.
1: Here so yeah, I'll true. be having a fight. It's like spitfires, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs>
0: in the in a glorious July sky. Yeah, yeah. Back um, in Bristol. So this is sort of what, what is it an old mill? No, it's a weir at least. Yeah,
1: well, there's there's this thing behind us, um, yeah. which what's it say? Double egg-ended boiler. So I think it's some sort of oh, in, mill okay. or something.
0: Steam engine. Steam
1: engine. Okay. Right. Okay. And Something a mill, a mill wheel, wheel. And a mill wheel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we
0: go. Power a six-bladed saw. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah. here we have the river has been sort of barricaded. Well, there's, there's a barrier, and then the water rushes down the side of it. So would fish be hanging below here?
1: If so, I if I was coming along here looking to, to see fish and to film them, this would be an obvious place for me because you've got slightly deeper water. But where where the where <laughs> has got the water coming out and the bubbles, that's going to be lots of oxygen. Oh, right. Particularly yeah. on a warm day, you would think fish would favour that, um, so this would be an obvious place. But saying that, I can't see any, so... <laughs> um, they're, all, they're, all, they're all downstream. Yeah, I mean, they could be on the bottom, you know, I, I'd yeah. be tempted if you did plonk the camera right at the bottom, there'd be something lurking uh, down there. But that's part of the mystery of it, not knowing. That's it, the word mystery is, is
0: part of the joy of... Look, I, I, there's always a thrill with rivers. But there's what could be in there and, and when you talk about finding monsters in relatively small streams that's uh, that's a sort of well, like the copper mill you kind of it, it shows that you can get satisfaction sometimes
1: yeah the well, they throw you you do see these tiny streams and you just think how on earth is that living in there yeah. but they do they they eke out a, a living in, in these tiny little waterways and you do get some some quite big fish for them so you you've um obviously got the ability to read a river and work out where the
0: fish are. What's the sort of general rules of, oh, there's a it's on that. That log coming down, there's a yeah. little knob going up, I and mean, he's bobbing up and down
1: on top of it. I see, I've got you, yeah. I've got you, yeah, lovely. You can just make out the orange. Yeah, yeah. It's just oh, small. that's, well, we're being spoilt, and there's a heron in front of us as well. Yeah, he's, he's wandered up. It's almost, you, you know, if you close your eyes, it's wind in the willows, but then you open yeah. it and you actually know it's bristol, <laughs> but... but um, yeah, it's sewage it's, in the channels. Yeah. But it's uh, <laughs> it's it, gorgeous. It's, it's
0: great. I mean, the kingfish is getting a good sign. So yeah. And these democels everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so you get, you get an ability to know where the fish are likely to hang out.
1: Yeah, you do, definitely. I mean, I think you, you spend enough time doing anything, you, you're going to learn uh, well, aspects of it. he gone up onto the weir. Ah. I thought the kingfisher might have spooked them, but he's just kind of sat there not not quite nonchalant. Yeah. I if he's going to have a dive. He's probably not over the water far enough. He's no. He's just preening perch he's sat there. Um, yeah, you, you look for areas that that hold the fish, I mean the obvious one is to kind of look, actually find the fish and then you know where they're hanging around, but you know, the, the way I look at it is if you think about, say if there was a field um, and there's a tree in the middle of it, people are drawn to the tree, and it's the same with fish, you look for those features, so whether it's a big rock, whether it's a, a sunken tree, whether it's a shopping trolley, it doesn't matter, those are the sort of areas that are going to hold fish. So it's looking for those it's like little reefs underwater. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are, and, and, and people always joke about it, traffic cones and, and shopping mm. trolleys, but they are really good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating people to go chuck shopping trolleys in rivers, but they are <laughs> yeah, actually. For the, I'm doing it for the fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but they are—they yeah. are pretty good habitat. Oh, no, he
0: just put the, the um, kingfishers. Oh, he spooked it off. Yeah, he did. Yeah. The, the heron has wandered, like a kind of very. It's so—it's so like a dinosaur. He's just wandering over there, and he's—he's—he's he's, he's just scared the Kingfisher off the lot. It's so when you yeah, see
1: the true. chicks. Have you seen heron chicks? They look Only like something at Jurassic below, Park. But
0: yeah, they, they really do. Although yeah. oh, he's back, he's coming oh. past us now, Kingfisher. Oh, where is he going to go? He's buzzing along, isn't he? He's yeah, yeah, even with. in the shade, it still stands yeah. out. Hopefully we've got a little bit of Kingfisher um, contact call or whatever that was. Yeah. I'm flying call. Cool. Yeah. That's brilliant, lovely. You're you're, you're a lucky charm, Jack. Well, you know, I just I just keep it in the boot of my car (laughs) and bring it out, (laughs) open open all the fish traps and let them go. Um, So when you've been on your great quest to see all the um, how many how many fish species are there in
1: the UK? So I would say there are 53, but I mean others would argue more or less. Mm. Um, But I've been fairly inclusive in terms of including native, non-natives, and marine fish that will come up into rivers. Um, non
0: natives, so what are we looking at there? That are there, are there, are there troublesome fish that have got into the rivers? That
1: yeah, so to be fair, that's lovely, isn't it? You can yeah. see in that deep water.
0: Um, yeah, this is above the wind, yeah. Okay, looking through a, a whole little stand of um, sycamores into deep deep water, and it's got that sort of mystery, it's quite still, yeah. So
1: There's a little fish swimming, a roach or something on the surface. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, I see. And in fact, there is some weed. So I tell a lie. There oh, yeah. is, there is a um, oh, yeah. a small clump of weed in the frum, so it's not completely barren. Right. right. Um, yeah, there are some non-native fish um, in the UK, but in terms of like when you look at say the mammals and insects, we're not as badly hit as other groups of, of fauna. Mm. And a lot of the non-native fish are either naturalized or they don't really cause a major issue. However. There are a few that are a, a bit of cause for concern. So, two ends of the scale. You've got Wells Catfish, which, if any, anyone watched Blue Planet... I think it's Blue Planet t- 2, might have been. Oh, no, not Blue Planet 2, sorry. Uh, Planet Earth 2, with them eating pigeons. I don't know if you saw that. No. no so, no, no, they that come, sounds... they come, the pigeons come down to drink in this town in France, and these Wells Catfish launch out the water like some orca in Argentina <laughs> and gulp down... Pigeons. Catch, catch the pigeons. So, yeah. not only are they eating fish, and all across Europe they're decimating mm-hmm. endemic fish, um, they also eat birds and mammals. So, they are quite, and they, you know, in the UK they can get well over 100 pounds. Whoa. So, they're That's, big fish. That, that, uh, is that the biggest freshwater fish then? Well, I mean, it's the biggest non native, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are bit so what's, uh,
0: the, what's the biggest? I'm thinking carp don't get beyond some no. Of 60 no, no. Pounds, I mean, really. I suppose you'd say
1: the biggest is a sturgeon but they're so incredibly rare. Uh, have, you, have you got one of them? I did, but it was in someone's garden pond. So. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still counting it. Um, yeah, yeah. But they get well over £800, um, or they can anyway.
0: Do, do they, I mean,
1: they are incredibly rare, they're not... The mean? chances of finding one in the wild are as next to, next to nil as you can get. Right. I was just very, very fortunate that there was someone that I know who's a specialist in sturgeons. He knew that it was the one that we get in the UK and not an ornamental one. And uh, uh, How
0: did it get into the pond then?
1: Um, so he, he he deals in them. He, oh, right, he, he okay. bought so he specially imported it. Oh, I, see, um, I see. So, it hadn't, so hadn't somehow got no no it, like it hadn't just turned sort of. No 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 it's all above board. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just quite funny that you know I was thinking I'm never going to do this, yeah. and then someone and he doesn't live too far from me. Just said, oh, I've got one in the pond. If you want to film that, so <laughs> right. that was quite a nice surprise.
0: So they are, are they are they sea fish as well? I mean, do they go? Well,
1: predominantly they live in the sea. They only enter rivers to spawn. I mean, I think you're actually meant to present the queen if you oh, with catch a, one. As a sturgeon. Yeah, you're meant to say, you know, if you. I mean, I don't know how you'd get in touch. Say, excuse me, Your Majesty, yeah. I've got a sturgeon for you. I yeah. Don't know how thrilled that she'd be. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're, you're supposedly. But they are they are yeah. amazing fish. They really are. But up until the 1800s, they were still catching them in a lot of Welsh rivers. Um, the Thames, the Trent, but because of barriers and things, they can't get above weirs and fish passage just stop them spawning. I mean, there's. there's and no... they spawn like salmon then? They got. They would so... go up into rivers onto gravels, but I mean, mm. there's no evidence that they, they ever got that, they, 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 that there were that many anyway. They were right. never numerous. Yeah. Even when there were no barriers, it wasn't full of sturgeon, so they were rare at the best <laughs> of times. Mm. Um, but I mean, up in, I mean, a few years ago, someone caught one in the sea, so they are still around our coast. Oh, but that's good. So but, there's, there's, oh. but there's no evidence that they're breeding in the UK. Oh, okay. Um, that's a shame. The nearest population, well, in fact, the only population that breed is in France. Um, in I can't remember the name of the river. So it's, it's thought that every now and again, one of those splits off, swims around the UK, and that's how we occasionally still get so them. So we might, there's a potential. Does you never mean? know. There yeah. could be a whopping great sturgeon so be swimming exciting. in your local river.
0: Um... And on the non-natives, the topmouth gudgeon. What's that? Is that yes, a, is that a pest, yeah, yeah, they are. They see?
1: are. So, um, this on, on a on a butterfly note, this is where the white-letter hairstreak. This is a are. fantastic butterfly spot actually.
0: We've seen yeah. loads of butterflies. Yeah, today. we have. Um, there's, there's some little things fluttering around. I don't think are. those are, but definitely lots of commas. There's lots. I can't of say cabbage
1: white. Kind of. That's that's a miss. There's no such thing as a cabbage white, is there? I know that's sort of like the the, the go-to when you see a white butterfly. Yeah, yeah. It's a no-no, these, isn't it? These are the. These are the. Yeah, the enemies of all cabbage growers. Though, <laughs> so. um, but yeah, topmouth gudgeon. So we mentioned catfish, which are big, monstrous creatures. Um, topmouth gudgeon are only a few inches long, but they they carry disease. They outcompete natives. They eat fish frying eggs, mm. and they just multiply rapidly. Um, they aren't, as far as I'm aware, they aren't present in any rivers yet. Yeah. But you do find them in lakes, and the only way to get rid of them is to net try and get as many native fish out as possible first and then Rhodinone which is a poison which kills fish really kills a whole lot you've yeah. got to pretty much nuke the pond oh to get rid of these Whoa. things yeah. um but it's the only way to be sure now i saw that uh, when you had
0: completed your challenge someone said what about the burbot which is an extinct <laughs> fish isn't it It's it's yeah. extinct in britain
1: Yes, yeah, there's, there's always one, isn't there, that just, just wants to mention... Yeah, uh, well, I remember Chris Yates doing something, where he
0: went to fish for it.
1: Yeah, I listened yeah. to that, that yeah. was really good. It's beautifully atmospheric. Yes, it, it yeah. was. Um, so, the thing with burbot is they there's no confirmed reports of them since the 70s, and even then, no-one knows what that confirmed report is, mm. and there's no pictures of burbot in the UK. Like, if you try and find a picture of an angler holding a burbot... There aren't any. Now, they, are, they were here. Well, it's not a mystery, yeah. but there's just very little evidence uh, about them. So then every now and again when you get fishermen saying, I caught one, you know, in 1990 or whatever, but there's never any oh, yeah. evidence for it. A bit like cryptozoology. Exactly. You've got more chance of seeing Nessie than a burbot <laughs> right, okay. in our rivers, I think. Yeah. Um, And I think the reason is because it's that mystery, like we talked about earlier. So, Mm. because they could be in some dank, dark river, Mm. I can't 100% say there are definitely no burbot, but at the same time, people can't say 100% that there are. So, I suppose There's no evidence there are. No. And and you know what? And I quite like that. And I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd Mm. love someone to say, you know what? Here's a burbot, but I I don't think they're here. I mean, they they are a cold-loving species. They need very, very cold water to successfully breed. And, you know, the climate's getting warmer. Mm. The pol- we've had some bad pollution incidents over the last few years so um, where, where, where do they live in, uh, in I mean, the Scandinavian well they're or? pretty widespread across Europe so you do get them in France and Germany so, oh, okay so then it's not like the, unfeasible that they could be reintroduced or? well there are rumblings and oh. you know I, I would love to see them back we talk about bringing wolves back and lynx yeah. back and bringing bears back but what about the burbot, the burbot let's, yeah, let's yeah, bring
0: the burbot back the burbot I keep calling it yeah. burbot yeah
1: burbot yeah and it's, uh, it's a
0: cod cod family.
1: Yeah, it's a freshwater cod. I mean, I've never eaten one, but apparently they're quite good eating as right, well. So right. maybe that's a, another reason to bring them back, yeah. kind of lay off the cod fishery a bit and get into burbot. So, yeah, you it'd, know. Kind
0: of, it'd be ideal if they eat signal crayfish and taste good. And <laughs> then you can kind of have a...
1: Yeah. It's they get pretty big as well. You know, some, well, I say pretty big, you know, kind of 10 pound plus. So um, one of the worries is that they're predatory. And because we've not had them for a while, people are a bit reluctant to put them into, say, like a salmon river where they might eat young salmon. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think it, it's a case of finding the right location for them, but, you know, it can be worked out. I, I'd love to see them back. And so, as well as filming
0: fish, you like to catch them sometimes. You're an, an angler so, as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I started off fishing when I was 11, and I was madly keen on it. I, I actually went in between my GCSEs to, uh, during the lunch to fish, and then came <laughs> back. That's probably why I got such bad grades, to be honest. But, really? But I bet um, you were
0: very calm in the exam.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, very, very <laughs> zen, but... Um, <laughs> but yeah no I've always loved it and I think the f- the lessons I learned from the angling like knowing what the fish were knowing where they are massively helped me with the filming um if I'm honest I probably prefer the filming now and I don't get to fish as much as I'd like yeah um but yeah if it's a choice of filming or fishing the filming com- comes first yeah. definitely but um no I-, I do enjoy it there's there's nothing kind of better than just sat by by the water's edge yeah, this is actually quite a
0: good, good river here for plenty of opportunities just to sit and let, let it just drift by. And fewer fish here though, aren't there? Or, or maybe I'm just... No, no, no
1: aren't. No, you are right. This is the odd one knocking around. I think it's it dark, was just around it? that edge I saw the bigger chunk. Oh, well, let's, let's have a... So let's march we'll see on if we can
0: spot them, but... Yeah. So, as well, you, you've been sitting quietly on riverbanks, dipping your camera in or getting in yourself. What other things have you seen? Have you seen some kind of... Because people won't be expecting. <laughs> you, no. you might have seen some people doing some yeah. things.
1: Well, yeah, I have, which I won't, won't talk about on a podcast. but. Uh, <laughs> oh, really. But, yeah. No idea. But, um, what about criminal activities, like sort of, uh, um, poaching rivers? And... Yeah, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, was, I was in a pub once in Cornwall, and this guy started talking to me about, oh, what do I do? And I just, oh, you know, I'm just, just filming stuff. And he said, oh, well, I'm a poacher. <laughs> and started telling me all about this poaching that he did. Which was was quite funny. Oh, wow. uh, so we, we had a lot you... in common, apart from that he yeah. was a poacher and I, I was filming them. But you're a uh, fish confessionalist or something? Yeah, so I, think so. and, I think so. I think so. I should wear a white collar, really. I um, <laughs> Was but, he hoping you might join in or film? Something? I don't know. It would have, you know, I, I, considering I knew the guy who owned that bit of river, it probably wouldn't have been the best idea. But no, no. But and um, presumably you, you're wanting the fish alive, and he's wanting them dead. So he's he's the... just selling them to the pub, I think. Yeah. So. Um, but no, I've, I've seen so much water, I mean, because I am a general naturalist, I, think I get pigeonholed yeah. with being the fish guy, um, which I don't mind because I love fish, but I love it all. The dippers, yeah. the water voles, uh, the, and the otters and any, anything that you I probably see. probably get a really. lot of
0: otter. you've seen a lot of otters in
1: your time. Not as many, no, I mean, mm. yeah, I do see them occasionally, um, but not, not regularly because they're mainly coming out at night, so I'm normally tucked up in bed <laughs> yeah. by, the, by that time, but kingfishers are a dime a dozen, you know, you see them so often. I took my niece out uh, last year, I think, and just to go do some some tiddler bashing, and, <laughs> and it was great. She loved it catching the minnows and sticklebacks and things like that with the, with the little kind of cheap pound poundland net or something, and it was it was great. It was really good to see her getting excited about these little tiny fish.
0: Yeah, I think that's the way to get kids into nature. is, is It's got to be catchable, and kind of. Oh, I think definitely. waters a really good. Good, I, I find my son who. I always have these high hopes that he's going to be as avidly into getting muddy and wet yes. as I always was, but then I, I didn't have iPads to distract me. And uh, <laughs> he, but when we go in water, it's a different, different world, and he is, he's impossible to get out of it. <laughs> which is so. I need more of that, and maybe uh, less wandering around nature reserves, kind of going, oh, look at this. <laughs> well, at I, mean, I mean, I mean, Not that exciting. I was never. Oh, as
1: I've got older, I've got a bit more into birding and things, but I mean, a, a kind of. Yeah, young me, sitting in a hide looking at a, a speck miles off uh, would bore yeah. me to tears. Yes. But if you said, "Hey, go jump in that river and see if you can find some dragonfly larvae or some tadpoles, or you know, if you're lucky, a fish," then that's that's an adventure. That's yeah. great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a real every rock could have something. So. Well, and that that's and that's what it is. Every single rock is a is a a new experience. You don't know what's going to be under yeah. there. You know what? Is it going to be that day where you find that crayfish? Is it going to be that day yeah. where you find? You know, something really unusual that you've never seen before. Yeah, the thrill of the mini-hunt. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the mini-chase. Yeah. It is
0: a little bit like that. I still, I'm sure you do. You still get that thrill
1: of lifting up I'm, rocks. I, here, I, I? I'm a, I'm a man-child. I'm just, I'm just a... <laughs> I'm a ten-year-old with a
0: big beard, basically. Yeah, you know? well, uh, but, you know, heroically, you've made a living from it. And uh,
1: that's something that's sort of, you know, uh, to be applauded. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. No, I, yeah. I, I love it. I just... I honestly couldn't imagine doing anything else, yeah, missing baton rivers for your, for your life. So what's the most uh, sort of
0: exciting fish behavior that you've seen or that you've captured that, that you know that has made you
1: reassess how um, fish behave how, i there? mean the, the two that stand out is one well, my favorite fish is the grayling, so I absolutely love grayling. they are just beautiful fish. they look like they should be on a coral reef, yeah. you know, not. In, in British. So, waters. how would you describe them? I know they've got a big sort of fan like dorsal fin. Yeah, so they're a, they're a member of the trout family, um, but they have got this big sail, this big dorsal fin with these fantastic colours, like really kind like of ruby reds, kingfisher blues, just, you know, they look like a, an oil painting. They're mm, okay. gorgeous, yeah. really are. And then the body is kind of speckled with silver hues and almost blues in them. So, they are very, very pretty fish. From, if you look above from a bridge, they look like dull and brown when you see them on yeah, the water... Yeah, that's the trouble. Yeah, they, they are. They're, they're, but, not, they're not showing themselves off. No, to, but they're not made, at all. But why would they have that colouring? For each other's benefit. So there's partly to with breeding. In, in the spring, um, the, the males go much deeper, a deeper, darker colour to attract a female and to kind of show that they're ready to breed. And for, for about four years, I was trying to film them spawning. I was really, really keen to get this behaviour. Because so no, one, not very few people have done it in the UK before. Um, went out uh, had this pole camera, took me ages to get this location and the grayling, uh, spawned. spawn. It was amazing The the male wraps his dorsal fin around the female and they gently, uh, shake in the gravel. She releases the eggs, he fertilizes them. I was ecstatic. I rang up to bring watch. I said, uh, oh, I think this is a great behavior. I think you could, re- you know, really do something with this. And they said, that's fantastic, Jack. Can you get another angle, please? So, <laughs> oh, no. so, I was like, Oh, I to get a second angle. Yeah. yeah. So I had to do it, do it again, but I did do it again. Luckily, uh. um, but I was, I was really, really pleased to get that behaviour. So they, they are tremendous fish. Um, the other piece of behaviour that was really interesting, and I'm not sure there's been much research into this, but um, was I was filming an eel and it was swimming along the bottom and it was flanked either side by two perch and they looked like body, uh, bodyguards almost. I thought, why are they following that eel? Because it was too big to eat. Yeah. And the eel was rooting around the bottom and as it was rooting, bullheads and little insects were, were fleeing and the perch were mopping them up. Oh, and I thought so. that was fascinating because that means that those perch have learned to follow the eel because they're going to get food I wouldn't say it's symbiotic because the eel's getting nothing out of this arrangement he's no. getting his lunch nicked. it's a bit like a boar and uh, a, a robin yes yeah yeah. yeah yeah well you, you see the same thing on coral reefs with groupers yeah. and more eels but this isn't a coral reef this is you know Southampton somewhere like yeah, that yeah, so yeah. It, is, it is amazing and people think as fish are these stupid brown things in rivers but they're much smarter than you give them credit for
0: as you can probably tell, I'm really rather envious of Jack's life, exploring beautiful waterways in search of monsters and curiosities. You can find great examples of his work in Far magazine and our sister magazine, BBC Wildlife. He also has some wonderful footage on YouTube and on his website, which is jackperksphotography.com. So this is the first episode of 12 in the new season. Next week, don't miss a brilliant interview by historian Eleanor Rosamund Barraclough, with a forester and his horse, and they manage woodlands together without the use of heavy machinery is an utter delight and both are brilliant characters. But for now, keep in touch with all things wild and wonderful in the British countryside at our website, countryfile.com. And don't forget that we have dozens of other podcasts for you to listen to at Acast and the Apple Podcast app and other podcast providers. Thanks so much for listening and until next time, goodbye.